the last film of MCU Facebook Black Panther Wakanda Forever has just hit theaters and that means it's time to do our rankings. You're listening to Elton Talks, I'm your host Elton and in this episode we are going to be ranking the Facebook movies of the MCU. I wanted to make individual review videos but somehow it always never got done. So this will also be a small review of these movies, so bear with me. Feel free to leave your rankings in the comments. Let's start ranking. At number 7 we have the 4th installment of the Thor franchise, Thor Love and Thunder. After Taika Waititi reinvigorated the Thor franchise with Thor Ragnarok and the Russos sort of undid all that work in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, hopes were high for the Jojo Rapid director to deliver a spectacle like no other. The villain was promising and trailers hyped us up. The movie was funny, very funny, but it didn't fit the tone of what they were trying to do. Jane Foster battling cancer should have been done better. Gore the God Butcher should have been done better. It makes me feel like funny, fat and revenge-seeking Thor from Avengers Endgame was much better. All that said, the ending did make me feel good with the realization of what the title actually meant. The ending sets up a lot for the future of the MCU. Eternity's avatar love and a weird yet beautiful dynamic with Thor, Jane in Valhalla, Hercules coming after Thor are all exciting things to look forward to. At number 6 is Black Widow, the movie that finally got made after so many years, but it might have been too late. I reviewed this last year in my ranking video, so check that out. Black Widow had an amazing first half but dull second half, a good send off for Natasha and exciting times ahead for Yelena. Taskmaster works for me, though I feel they could have had a much cooler third act fight and the building in the sky just didn't work. At number 5 is Eternals. No one can change my perception of this movie. I loved it. Introducing 10 new characters and making them all interesting is hard. Introducing concepts like creators of the universe and immortal robot beings is too much, but I was invested in most of the characters and would love to see more of them, especially since they directly tie in with the Celestials, and that means Judgment Day is coming. At number 4, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I had a good time with this movie, but ultimately I felt it didn't live up to its potential. Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange are my favorite characters, so this was the movie I was looking forward to the most. I can bring it down to me expecting too much, and after giving the movie some time, I felt it worked, but Wanda's character took such a huge turn off screen, especially after the great exploration of her grief in WandaVision, that it felt untrue to the character. I still loved her scenes because I'm that big a fan. Doctor Strange was the coolest in Avengers Infinity War, and we are yet to see him on that level again. I just hope all this character development leads to some crazy stories and powers on display in the future. At number 3 is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This movie has heart. It has great action, brilliant use of the rings and a complex hero. I say complex because he has killed. This is the only other quote-unquote corner of the MCU that has a couple of strong female characters. I'm talking his sister Xiaoling, Shang-Chi's auntie Ying and Katie of course. Katie and Trevor Slattery were good comedic reliefs. Overall, a great package with arguably the two best post-credit scenes of Phase 4. Excited for the future of the Ten Ring, Shang-Chi and his entire corner of the MCU. Now we are down to the top two. At number two is last year's number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. This is by far the best movie on the list. The only reason it doesn't get the first spot is the villains and it relies on nostalgia which I don't hate. I love the nostalgia treat they gave us. 
William Defoe's Green Goblin was great and it was good to see Doc Ock and the other villains but they weren't original, we had seen them before. The emotional journey Peter needs to go through from his identity being revealed by Mysterio to him accidentally messing up a spell, Aunt May's death, him teaming up with the Spideys, sacrificing his identity to set things right would work without the cameos but they are integral and I think that was balanced well. The score gets me always. Tom Holland and Zendaya give their best. The franchise can be reimagined to tell better stories now that no one knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And that leaves us with the number one film on my list, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. The movie took itself seriously and it had high stakes with some jokes and funny moments sprinkled in where necessary. The movie had to deal with so much and it could have felt wrong in countless ways but it held together. The movie has so many awesome characters, great action scenes with the introduction of the Talokans and a fierce villain in Namor. I hope we get to see him in more projects because I love this character. Letitia Wright had to fill in the gap of the lead actor and she did well, of course with some support from other characters in most of the film but she took the center stage after Queen Ramonda died and I don't mind her, never have, being the Black Panther. When the movie ended, I thought that was it. They solved the how do we move forward question. But the mid credit had better ideas and I just can't praise them enough for it. We will have a T'Challa and it will be connected to Chadwick Boseman and it doesn't cheapen Chadwick's contribution in any way. This was like you liked the movie but the mid credit scene made you feel a lot better about it. They set up the government coming for Wakanda and I hope it pays off in a huge way in Black Panther 3. So that was my ranking of the movies of MCU Phase 4. I agree Phase 4 has felt disconnected and though I tune in to every episode as soon as it airs and watch the movies on the first day, sometimes it feels not worth it. Some episodes feel like filler and Thor Love and Thunder just threw seriousness out of the window in a story that needed it. I used to say I have faith in the MCU but now I am worried that by the time we get to Avengers Secret Wars, the experience of the MCU shouldn't get tarnished. Here's hoping to an amazing phase 5, stay tuned for the MCU shows ranking, until then, love you 3000.